feel my excitement through the computer screen. My name is Amanda. I'm one of the pastors here at Middle. I use she, her pronouns, and I'm just a little excited that you are with us on this homecoming Sunday. Welcome home. I wanna take a few minutes now and tell you about a couple of things that are happening in the life of our church. At one o'clock, you can log on live to our virtual chat and chew, which is a homecoming virtual fair. You will get to hear from all of our staff. You will get to hear from small group leaders, update your data, pledge, and be in community with one another. If you feel comfortable, bring your mask and bring your six foot ruler and join us outside of Middle Church at one o'clock to receive communion, to give an elbow bump to each other and to Jackie and Marlene and myself, to get postcards to register to vote and to have an in-person homecoming fair. Next Sunday from 2 to 4 p.m., we are facilitating borough-based socially distanced meetups. You all have spoken and we have listened. You want to see one another. So come at your own risk and see one another in parks all over the city. Email meetup at Middle Church for more information. And finally, as we kick off this new program year, we want to make sure you are aware of all the exciting new programming available. We have a queer theology Bible study. We have an introduction to the Hebrew Bible. We have a new writing class with Monique. And we have a new round of grief gatherings. Visit middlechurch.org to get information about how to sign up for all of these small groups. We're so glad you're here. And now let's move into a time of prayer. Take a minute and try to distract yourself from all the distractions around you. Try to remove yourself from the chaos, from the texts that I know are coming in, even from the chat box where you're watching with us this morning. Turn it all off and just sit with me for a moment and breathe in the presence of the divine. Breathe out all the things that make you think that you are less than. Breathe in peace. Breathe out unnecessary chaos and division. Breathe in possibility. Breathe out any voice telling you that another way is not possible. Holy God, for finding us here today, we give you thanks. We come not unaware of the work that we have to do in the world. We come not unaware of the racial injustices, of the economic inequalities, of the fascism right before us. God, we sit acutely aware 
of all the things around us that are not yet what we know they can be. We bring that here, God. And we also bring with us the words from Amos that say that justice will roll down like water. It is with that promise for justice. It is with that determination to be part of change that we sit before you today, oh God. Be with us, all of us who are in need of your care and love as we move in this world that is in so much need of just that. And friends, let us now move into a time of saying together the Lord's Prayer, a prayer that we know as the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples to pray. Pray it in whatever language is comfortable to you, but there is a written version, an inclusive version that will be on the screen. Let's pray together now. Ever loving and holy God, how will it be your name? Your reign come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the reign and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Church from all of us to all of you. 
peace, peace be, be with, with you. you. Peace be with you. <laughs> peace be with you. Middle family, we're sending you so much peace today and every day. Peace be with you.
A reading from Exodus chapter 20. Verses 2 through 4, 7 through 9, and 12 through 20. I am the Lord your God. I am the Lord your God. I am the Lord your God. Who brought you out of the land of Egypt. Out of the house of bondage. You, you shall, shall have, have no, no other gods, gods before, before me. me. You shall not make for yourself an idol, whether in the form of anything that is in heaven above, or that is on the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not make wrongful use of the name of the Lord your God. For the Lord will not acquit anyone who misuses God's name. Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work. Honor your father and your mother so that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. You, you shall not murder. murder. You, you shall, shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife or enslaved person or ox or donkey or anything that belongs to your neighbor. When all the people witnessed the thunder and lightning, the sound of the trumpet and the mountain smoking, they were afraid and trembled and stood at a distance and said to Moses, You, you speak, speak to us and we, we will listen. listen. But do not let God speak to us or we will die. Moses said to the people, Do, do not, not be, be afraid, afraid, for God has come only to test you and to put the fear of God upon you so that you do not sin. This, this is the, the word of God, God for, for the, the people, people of God. God. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. Hello, middle family. Oh, I miss you so much. I'm greeting you here in our sanctuary with the same robe I had on when the choir sang, God is an awesome God. I hope wherever you are right now, wherever you are in the nation, wherever you are around the world, wherever you are around the city, that you can feel the love that's coming from me and the staff to you and our gratitude to you on this homecoming Sunday. Will you please hear a prayer with me? God, it is so good to be home, to be home. This COVID-19 time has made our homes awkward and wonky. We'd spend way too much time on screens. But gathering together, we can feel even through the ethernet that we are a family and we are connected. So I ask, oh God, that you would give the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts, not only acceptance in your sight, but God, power and joy and peacemaking, amen. So I think these might, in fact, be the hottest of the hot mess times I have ever experienced in my life. It is unbelievable. 210,000 COVID deaths, economic downturn, people out of work, sheltered in their homes, and then the White House Oh my goodness, this text was selected last June and quite honestly, getting ready for today, I almost changed it. But I thought in this time of lawlessness, in this time of crazy town, 
Maybe these 10 commandments have a word for us today. Maybe they're about 10 commandments to love. So first I just wanna say, because all of our Jewish friends know that, that this 10 commandments is a big redaction of the 613 laws God gave God's people when they got to Mount Sinai, 613. I mean, they did not all fit on a tablet, let's just be honest. They were laws about how to take care of each other, how to be in familial relationships. There were laws about what kind of crops to grow and how not to mix them. Laws about Sabbath and how to care for God and how to study the Torah. Laws about signs and symbols. There were laws about agriculture. There were laws about animal husbandry. There were laws about bulls. Yes, there were laws about what happens when your bull gores somebody. Now, if your bull gores somebody, you know, the, guilt, the, the, the bull gets killed and the dead bull will be split in half among the families. That's unless your bull was a regular gorer. If he was always goring people, yeah, the punishment is steeper. I mean, there were laws about that. There were laws about how to treat the Gentiles, how to treat the stranger, how to be in your family, how to make sure that you don't have inappropriate relationships in your family. The way to avoid that, the law said, was not to wink or skip with your cousins. Therefore, you won't be tempted to, you know, go further with them. I'm making fun, but this was a serious bunch of laws given to a people so they, they would relate to each other in a way that was loving and compassionate, in a way that reflected the relationship that God had with them and for them. These 613 laws were about how to be a loving, faithful community. But that was wonky, that was big. So the first 10 became the Decalogue. The first 10 became the 10 commandments. And these are the ones that got read today by my beautiful staff. I am God, do not put another God ahead of me. Do not make a graven image. Do not pretend that something else is your God, not your money, not your stuff, not your work. Um, do, do not misuse my name. Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. I rested, you should rest as well. And that's a way for you to honor me. Honor your mother and your father, speaking of honoring. So your days might be longer. Don't kill, don't commit adultery, don't steal. Don't bear false witness, don't lie. Don't lie on your neighbor. Don't covet your neighbor's house. Don't, don't lust after, yearn for your neighbor's house or wife or servants or donkeys or anything. These are the laws God gave God's people so they could live in wellness and wholeness and community together. And Jesus, Rabbi Jesus, cool that he was, knew that someday we would need like 240 characters for these laws. So he took us from the 613 down to the 10, down to two. Two commandments to love by. Love God with your whole mind, your whole heart, your whole soul, and your whole strength. And love your neighbor as yourself. Love your neighbor as yourself. The word there in the Greek is os, and it is an equal sign. Love your neighbor exactly as you love yourself. Now, here's a problem. What happens when you don't love yourself? I want to submit that some of what's making our, our time such a hot mess is we've got a whole bunch of people running around who don't love themselves at all. At all. 
And if they don't love themselves, how will they love their neighbors? I don't know if you, any of you read Mary Trump's book about her uncle, but this is a kid who grew up with a sociopath for a dad, she says, as a therapist, with a sick and absent mom. And when the father was around, he was absent. There was a big hole in the world where parenting should have happened. Do you think Mr. Trump loves himself? I digress, let me come back. How difficult is it for many of us to love ourselves? I mean, let's be honest. We live in a context in which black lives don't matter, women's lives don't matter, Spanish-speaking people are in cages off the border, Asian people's lives are invisible because they're like the invisible so-called minority. White people have given up their ethnicity to become white. Our economy crashes and, and ebbs and flows, leaving a whole bunch of people unable to live out what they thought they were going to be live, live out in the American dream. They ain't got no money. They can't send their kids to college. They feel cheated. They feel bereft. They traffic in a religion called white supremacy to make up for the hole in their souls. They don't love themselves. You've got people who don't love themselves walking around with rifles trying to stop protesters. You've got people who don't love themselves sexually harassing people in the marketplace. You've got people who don't love themselves tweeting, Facebook posting, all kinds of hateful things because deep inside, they loathe who they are. They're on the subways not loving themselves. They're at work not loving themselves. They're at the polls not loving themselves. And you and I, if we're honest, we struggle also with the stories that have been told to us about who we are and what we are. We're too queer to love ourselves. We're too black to love ourselves. We're too female to love ourselves. We're too effeminate to love ourselves. We're not tall enough to love ourselves, skinny enough to love ourselves. We don't get the right calls back to the shows to love ourselves. We don't get promoted on our jobs fast enough to love ourselves. We are not held well enough to love ourselves. And here's what I'm saying to you, middle family. This is the year where we are going to be the love laboratory for each of us who has a broken heart because of something someone said or did, because of some wound that we're still nurturing, we are gonna love the love into each other this year. We're gonna use this community as a place of experimentation and practice. We're gonna hold up a mirror for each other and say, actually, you are shining and I see you and you're fabulous. And yes, you made a mistake, but let's pick ourselves up and start over again. We are gonna bind ourselves with cords that cannot be broken. We are going to practice loving ourselves so we can love our neighbors. And we're gonna do it because we are the just love army. We're gonna do it because we all know this to be true, that no matter our skin tone, our mother was in Africa. And our African siblings understand this principle called Ubuntu. Can you say that? Ubuntu. Ubuntu literally means a human is a human through other humans. A human is a human through other humans. And in the spirit of Ubuntu, when, when the Zulu people greet each other, they say, Salbona. And when they say Salbona, 
they're saying, I see you. But actually, I did a little research on this, and Salbona actually doesn't mean I see you. It means we see you. And who's the we, you might ask? My ancestors see you. My mama, Emma. My grandmama, Luella. My other grandmama, Mama Gert. My great uncle George, who worked on voting rights with Fannie Lou Hamer. All of my ancestors, when I say Salbona, I see you, all of us gathered as a great cloud of witnesses. We all see you. You know who else sees you? The Zulu people see the deities see you. So in my context, that's, that's God the Father, Mother, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. All of them see you when I see you. And in whatever cosmologies you live and breathe, your whole posse, ancestors, deities, the beloved ones, all see you and see the people you see. And the response back is sometimes sincona, which means I exist, which is to say we see each other into existence. Me noticing you makes you you. Me seeing you're fabulous makes you fabulous. Me seeing you're trying hard makes you try hard. Me seeing you falling down and getting back up. Me forgiving you, you forgiving me. All of this creates the community that we are. Sometimes, sometimes the Zulu people say, Yabo, Yabo Sabona, which means I see you seeing me. Can you feel the transaction? I see you, you see me. I stick into you love and promise and goodness, and you send it back my way. Yes, Jackie, I see you trying. Yes, Jackie, I see you struggling. Yes, Jackie. I see you living into your inner Jacqueline, <laughs> and I'm celebrating it. That's the transaction that all of those 613 codes get down to for Jesus, is to love our neighbor as ourself. And if we're going to do that, we're going to have to create a laboratory for learning how to love ourselves more. Now let me just take a look for a second over here at the love your neighbor part. Now look. When Jesus said, love your neighbor as yourself, he wasn't saying love all the people who look like you, love all the people who like what you like. He wasn't saying love all your cousins and them. He was saying love all the people. In fact, that pesky Jesus said, you've heard it say, love your neighbors and hate your enemies. And he says, I'm saying, pray for your enemies. Now, Praying for your enemies does not mean suddenly all of the evil, vile, hate-filled, racist, sexist, homophobic, white nationalist, xenophobic stuff that's happening in our world is okay. Love does not lie down and say that's okay. Love is a force, a powerful force that demands love, demands justice, demands righteousness, demands fairness. Jesus' love extended to the enemy, but his was a temple tantrum throwing love whenever it needed to happen. Flipping over tables, turning things upside down, totally dismantling systems of oppression and destruction and saying, let's make a new reign of God right here on earth. That's the way we're going to love our neighbors and our enemies.
We are going to stand up on the law of love and demand that our nation look like the reign of God. We pray that prayer every Sunday and all kinds of times in between. It's a radical prayer that demands that the kingdom of God come on earth. So what it means to love our neighbor right now is to organize ourselves and to vote white supremacy up ticket and down, off the ticket, to fire white supremacy. It means firing economic despair. It means firing transphobia. It means evicting the rising antisemitism that's happening around our globe. It means standing up for the rights of Muslims and Jews. It means standing up for our children. Love is fierce. And we don't have to be them to beat them. We can love the particularity of God's people and join God in the liberation of the world. And that means no time for injustice. I got some people tweeting me last week like, oh, that was so nice of the way you're praying for the president. I'm praying for the president to be stricken by love in his heart so that he transforms. And in the meantime, and in the in between time, whether he changes or not, he has got to go. Make no mistake, our love of neighbor is political and it's personal. Let me come back to you for just a moment, friends, as I get ready to close. You are loved by a God who came all the way down and liberated her people, heard their cries, parted the seas, opened the way so they could leave oppression, leave bondage, and walk to the promised land. That's what these commandments are about. I've liberated you for love, and this is now how you love one another into freedom. It is our holy calling it is the work we must do together. It is how we be the Ubuntu people and see each other into liberty and freedom and justice. It is what we celebrate when we come to the table today. And you, you have to work on loving you so you can be an agent for change and liberation. And I promise, our staff, we promise, our board promises to make this a love laboratory so you can be as shiny as you want to be and fall down and get up and try again. And we will have your back. We got you. And we can do this. Amen. I want to give you a moment to get your, your bread, your waffle, your cinnamon bun, your peanut butter sandwich, and your milk, your champagne, your mimosa, your cup, and we are going to celebrate communion together.
I love that we're focusing on these liberating commandments today in the Exodus story as we do so. Because it was, it was that God's people were liberated. And when death came their way, it passed over them. And it began these rituals of, of bread and cup. And here we are today, together, middle family. Gathering on Worldwide Communion Sunday, where the church all over the globe is saying together that when Jesus was at table with his friends, he took bread and broke it. And he said, this, this is like my body, broken for you. When you break it, when you eat it, do so, remembering me. And in the same way, after supper, he took a cup and he blessed it. And he said, this is the cup of the new covenant poured out for many. Whenever you share this cup, do so, remembering me. Remembering me, seeing me, because you're my people, I think he was saying, the human part of him. But also, remember me, see me, see the divine in me and in you, and live as though you can heal the world, because you can. The bread of life. And the cup of blessing. Love is here for you, my friends. Home is where the love is. Amen. And now we've got some words. Someday, somewhere, we'll find a new way of living. We'll find a way of Somewhere. Home is where the love is, Jackie. And for me, one of those somewheres is middle. Hi, everybody. I'm Elizabeth Stanley. I'm so delighted to be joining you virtually today. Um, I first found middle about four years ago after the last presidential election, um, which left me feeling kind of bad. Um, like I think it did for a lot of us and I attended an event that was organized by the Broadway community and Black Lives Matter and Jackie was a speaker and I was like who is this woman I've never heard anyone talk about God and social justice and love in the way that she does and so um, I need to be where she is so I made my way to middle and I found that there's a whole congregation of people who think and act and feel and speak in the way that she does um, and who who feel called into action um, by the love of God. And I was hooked. Uh, I spent several nights a week at middle, um, joining the gospel choir, but also attending a lot of events that as a cis white woman um, really educated me about the world around me, helped me see things that I had, had really thought about, but I didn't quite understand. Um, middle has been an incredibly generous, warm, safe place for me to 
learn and to make mistakes and be gently corrected. Um, and it, it continues to be a, a place of learning and uh, particularly in this moment of time when and there is um, there's not a scarcity of um, things to be <laughs> concerned about. It continues to be a grounding place and a place for me to go for um, for joy and also for surrender and, and peace. So thank you to everyone at Middle who contributes to the wonderful, incredible community that it is. Um, in this moment, Middle is doing a fundraising campaign, and so there are a few different things that you can do to get involved. One, you can become a member. Hey, just be a joiner, get on in there and, you know, make it official. Um, and second, of course, your your finances, your funds, your donations. Um, I know times are real tough right now. Do not underestimate how the tiniest bit can really be impactful. Um, I've been doing a recurring donation, and for anyone who's in that same boat, um, I'm gonna double down on that, and, and I'm hoping I'm gonna be able to raise it a little bit. Um, we're really hoping that every single person who is watching, every member, um, can can give what, what they are able so that we can continue to do the work that we are all called to do. Thank you so much. When you're down and out, there seems 
that we can lean on When you break it, look around and see that your dream's gone When the earthquakes will help you make it through the storm When the floor breaks, a magic carpet to stand on We are the world united by love so strong When the radio isn't on, you can hear the song A guiding light on that dark road that you're walking on A signpost to find the dreams that you focus on Someone to help you move the obstacles you stumbled on Someone to help you to rebuild after the bubble's gone We are the world connected by a common bond Love, the whole planet, sing it along Alright, Miller, you need to sing it with us In four, three, two, one, sing it God, bless these gifts that have been given here today. May they be used in service of your love. And God, strengthen this community in the year ahead that we may be able to do what must be done. So come, let us sing the final verse to We Are the World, understanding that if we want the beloved community that God has promised, we are the ones that we have been waiting for. It is up to each of us to bring our hands and our hearts forward, that with God, we might do this work together. Let us sing, and may it be so. Wow, my goodness. Uh, Dion, John, musicians, Jeff, thank you for that beautiful, beautiful, beautiful piece of art. Friends, we are the world. Todos somos el mundo. I'm pretty sure I didn't say it exactly right, but I'm trying. <laughs> we are the world. We are. Jews and Muslims and Sikhs and Buddhists and Catholics and Protestants. We are black and white and Asian and Latinx and indigenous. We are male and female in all genders. We are all sexualities. We are the world and we are beloved and we were created in the image of God. And we were liberated so we could free each other. We were set free to make freedom ring. We were created in love to be love. It's temple tantrum time, y'all. Time to turn up some tables. 
and to love our way out of this hot mess. We can do it. And we will. And we don't have to be them to beat them. God bless you. Welcome home. Amen.